I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of WA Exposé, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Budja. From the country and now in Perth City, today's guest was born Bogan and raised in music theatre. Elle Woods meets that random 60-year-old regular at the pub. She's a mix of camp, clownery and mainstream drag gravitating towards the 1950s, popping pastels and everything in between. The most ambiverted hot mess you will see on a stage. It's macaroni. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. We're just chatting about your nails. They look really good. Oh, We're thank you. Yellow thank you. vibes happening here. Very, very cool and good and fun. Um, which is just like totally the energy that your drag gives off to me anyway. I, mean, I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for you, why drag? I don't know, honestly. I'd say I've kind of been in theatre for a lot of my life. Mm -hmm. um, so I find comfort on the stage, even though sometimes I might be like pooping myself a little bit. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But it's, I guess, just like creative expression, really. Mm -hmm. I don't like necessarily find the confidence in drag per se that most people do I find it from the stage because yeah. off the stage I can be in drag or not I'm I'm in my own little world you know <laughs> please don't talk to me I'm scared but also <laughs> I want to make friends but yeah so it's definitely yeah creative expression I feel like for me yeah for sure and you said that so you were in theater a lot growing up was that just like musicals acting like what was your jam yeah very much musicals I think I did my first in 2011 started with the classic Wizard of Oz <laughs> um you know Pride small community theater kind of bigger community theater never really gone much further than being like a one-off ensemble for Opera Australia. So yeah, that's kind of what I've done. It's kind of been my background. And so drag was kind of like a natural progression for me, I feel like. Really? Yeah. So in what sense? Because like, obviously music theatre, you've got to wear the three hats. You've got to like dancing. Oh, yeah. yes. But <laughs> drag is like 19 hats. So yeah, <laughs> well, you know, got to go above and beyond. Um, <laughs> but I think it definitely came from... I guess when I came out to my parents, kind of finding my place between femininity and masculinity mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, and, you know, I've always been a bit flamboyant. You know, my mum picking me up from kindy and I've like ransacked the dress up box for skirts. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's definitely like started at a young age, but I think it's just, it's just so big and so extra and so fun. And it's just what I love to do, you know? So, yeah. Cool. Do you remember uh, your first drag performance? I do. It was at Cherry Bomb, Lucy's Love Shack. Mm -hmm. um, it was, I'd say, I think it was in 2020. Um, and I was performing at their 80s Grease Night. And Ooh, that was fun. my first time. Whipped out um, Hopelessly Devoted to You. Because um, <laughs> cool. why not? Yep. And then a little bit of um, Heaven is a Place on Earth. Because Jewel number night. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I had my beautiful drag sister Frida Breast. She like accompanied me from the train station all the way to Lucy's because <laughs> I did not know where I was going or did not know anyone. 
Um, but yeah, it was really lovely. The crowd there is so great. The crowd, yes, the crowd at Cherry Bomb is a new level of performance crowd that I think like gets needs all the flowers. Very very good crowd. Yeah. Um. So when you like look at that performance, was that something that like you look at now and you're like, that's I'm the same drag character. I've evolved to a different like persona. Like, what's been the journey? I think I've evolved a little bit. Um, I'm definitely still a lot of those aspects. Mm-hmm. I've like kind of remained, I guess, integral. I don't know if that's the right word to like what I've always wanted to do. Um, I guess I've evolved a little bit. I've branched out different styles, different genres and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I'm definitely still that kooky little quirky girly on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the way that you would like to say like Mako like described like g- moving forward you want to like continue this sort of like yeah. quirky kind of edgy but it's like so bright. Yeah oh, like yeah. I'd like to polish it a little bit mm. you know I want to you know really be professional and represent what I'm wanting people to see mm-hmm. um, but I want to keep it fun and relatable. I don't want to be you know above and everyone else and stuff like that. I just want to be with everyone enjoying the moment not just being watch and everyone's just sitting there not being able to join in you know ah okay which is a very theatrical thing is that sort of like division from performer to audience um like so like in music theater you also mentioned that you did like oh just a casual ensemble role for opera australia like whatever (laughs) it doesn't even matter like just a one blimp in that whatever that's very funny to me Um, (laughs) as an opera singer that's very funny to me (laughs) well it was like I think they had like just like they were touring and they were doing magic flute and they needed yeah. like little Egyptian ghost children. Yeah. So our choir got picked for our town. Mm. So I kind of didn't do much to get it, but I also didn't really understand the gravity of it till I was like, <laughs> like that was that was Opera Australia, and I was like three years old, yeah. not really, but you know, that was three. the vibe. <laughs> Can you imagine three? That's really funny. Um, considering that they get like people in like their mid forties and fifties to play the sixteen year old ingenue, I'm, oh, like God. the gap would just be like <laughs> this three year old just running around and screaming. Very funny to me. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to putting on like your acts and your shows and performances that you do now, do you take a lot from that theater background? I'm really interested in the audience and performer division that you talked about a little bit before. Yeah, I think I do. I definitely. To me, I take a lot of notes and training that I got in musical theatre. Not that it was that extensive, like community theatre, let's keep that in mind. Uh, still. But, um, but yeah, definitely kept a lot of that. Um, like when it comes to like how you stand and like when you're delivering lines and stuff like that or when you're singing and about projection. And I think I forget that I'm not singing. It's a track playing <laughs> and I can move around and turn my face away from the audience if I need to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely follow through with a lot of that and it's kind of like you've got to be – I guess when you sing, you're projecting loud enough for the back of the audience. You need grandma up in the back row to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I take that when it was, I guess, with my facial expressions and how if I was singing, I would look, I guess. So, ah, yeah. so you're still like embodying the singer. Yeah. Even though like you, like, you like, technically don't have to put that much like, effort in. <laughs> yeah. That's not the right way to say that. Different I think, effort. Yeah. Different effort. Just like, I just mean not lung effort. Like I'm, yeah. I'm fully aware of how much effort it is. I'm talking about like physically lungs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> getting cancelled immediately for being like oh <laughs> the aria said that drag is no effort didn't say that it didn't so i meant honestly what do you do put on a wig and just go perform for me go money? run around what are you talking about <laughs> i have lungs <laughs> no one else has those exactly i'm the inventor of lungs <laughs> um okay so when you go to pick a song then are you looking for like are you basing things on lyrical story beats and vibes like if you're embodying it as a singer it must be like a completely different yeah selection I mean, process. i'm not really much of a dancer at all i try <laughs> um sometimes i put up. a little bit in there um but yeah i'm definitely more i'll look for stuff that's more 
musical theatre or it's more like ballads or even like older music, mm-hmm. like a little bit of Shirley Bassey, you know, Fun. that kind of vibe. Um, bit of a park and bark. Just I want I like. I guess, portraying emotion Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to, like, dancing. Don't get me wrong. Put Faye up on the stage and I'm tooting and hollering, you know. Faye is just in here. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's definitely definitely take from that when it comes to, like, performance choices and stuff like that. Mm, It's really interesting. Um, So, obviously, probably the question that you get asked the most out of all of them uh, is if you're coming up in becoming a drag performer, in 2020 is a very different space to the world that a lot of other people enter the performing arts. What was that experience like? I'm not sure. It was kind of like, don't really know how to word it. It was interesting. <laughs> it was, um, it was very, I think, cause I think it might've been just before the pandemic oh, is when okay. I first yeah, started yeah. like kind of coming out. And so it was very short lived at first. Yeah. It was kind of like, hand, Oh my yeah. God, the glitz and the glamour. And then, Oh, my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. in here. Um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting, but it gave me time to kind of work on my beat and do that kind of stuff with myself. Mm. So that when I came back out, it would be improved. Um, and I think I did a good enough job with that. I mean, having Serenity one time say that, like, you know, my beat was amazing and complimenting my boobies. Um, <laughs> I think that well, was kind of like... we die because that's just the pinnacle of complimentaries. Honestly, yeah. my boobs are my face. Perfect. <laughs> um, but it was definitely, I guess, yeah, a good learning curve to have that kind of roadblock in the way and then yeah. have time to work on my craft, I guess. Yeah. Did you find that it meant that, like, your community connections were a little bit different too? Like, it's very hard to do the classic, like, drag mum and family and all of these different things that people say that are important and you don't really have those if you're scrolled away. Yeah, and not only that, I was scrolled away down in Bunbury. Like, I was still living in Bunbury (laughs) at the time. (laughs) Honestly, I only moved up, I think, June last year. Wow. So I've only been in Perth for about a year. Um, But even before I moved or before the pandemic, it made it so hard because I was so far away from everyone and I felt like I didn't have the community that they all had. Mm. Um, and then there was a pandemic and then moving up here and then I was like, kind of had that community, but I was also still getting my footing in a new city. So it yeah. was very much like trying to balance between the two. Um, and I guess like here and there, it's still like, mm, I don't really, like I guess imposter syndrome. I, sometimes I don't really feel like I fit in the drag scene because I'm okay. not out enough, yeah. um, especially now working full time and living so far from the city as well. I'm just like, I don't have time for this. And when I do, I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, but I do have a beautiful drag family in the house of enough with Blake Cassette. Um, and he's an amazing drag dad. So it definitely, I definitely still have the people there and I don't feel so lost and alone and like expedited from like the drag community in Perth. Can you, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the drag community in Perth is definitely something that's like grown and become like, Oh yeah. <laughs> so strong in like the last three to four years. I reckon like it's just even, even stronger than it was previously. Um, what was it like in Bunbury? I know that it was just like dabble there. What is the community? Does it exist? Do they hang out? Do we say hi? Like very baseline I mean, level. What's the vibe there? Yeah. I mean, we definitely have plenty of little queerlings in Bunbury. <laughs> um, oh. A lot of like, yeah, the younger generation coming through who are like, you, that's guess. almost illegal for you to be like the younger generation. You are literally 14 years old. That is oh so. My God. I'm 21 <laughs> and a woman. Leave me alone. I'm an adult, um. mum. <laughs> but no, we definitely have the people. But as far as drag scene, it's very slim. I mean, when I was down there, I believed I was the only one. Yeah. There's a few more now, a few that have gone down from Perth and they're kind of running the show down there now. Um, 
but I still, you know, get booked here and there for like a pride gig every year in Bunbury, yeah. which is great to go back home and be there for the people that I wish like I had when yeah, I was down totally. there um, and be visible and look like, look, I made it. I made it to Perth. I made it out of here. Um, <laughs> kind of, yeah, be that, not a beacon of hope. I won't put myself on that pedestal, but just kind of being like, hey, like maybe my goals are realistic and I can make yeah. it somewhere, you know? Um, is there still that? Because I also grew up in Aramac community. I grew up in Kalgoorlie, so oh, fun. also not like in the middle of CBD. But Bunbury is now like people just consider Bunbury to be like just down the road now. Yeah. Um, not, has not always been the case. Yeah, but. people say that. I'm like. That's two hours away. Yeah, it's literally two hours away. It's like, yeah, but there's a server there. And then so it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, though. Um, so, like, is there still this heavy notion of, like, to make it or quote-unquote be successful, you've got to leave? I don't know. I wouldn't say so. I mean, I've got family who – my brother, he's doing great. He was flying over to Melbourne for World Trade Competition or something, like bricklaying I mean and stuff. I mean in queer arts, not in <sighs> bricklaying. Why but would I, I mean, mean in like, bricklaying? I guess. I mean yeah. in gay shit. What are oh, you doing? <laughs> yeah, none of that there. No, I don't know. I think – it's a lot more, we've progressed a lot more. It's a lot safer. I can go down there and I don't feel as worried as I did like a few years ago when I was just coming to terms with my queerness. I mean, like, I can't come out, I'll die. <laughs> um, it definitely feels a lot safer down there. So I think a lot of people are maybe realizing that, hey, I can still live the life I want to live and be in my hometown. You know what I mean? Being mm. next to it, like with all the people that you grew up with, your family, everything like that. So I'd hope people don't feel like they have to leave yeah. um, to make something of themselves. It's definitely such a nice town. Um, but beautiful. I feel like a lot of people still are wanting to like move away, especially Perth. Everyone's like, oh, I want to get out of here, go to Perth and stuff. I know a lot of people, I went to school everyone with her up here now. <laughs> yeah, everyone in Perth is like, I want to leave here, go to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly, that's <laughs> all I hear. Yeah, <laughs> My manager. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to go be somewhere else. I yeah, guess. yeah. Honestly, I think everyone does, no matter where you are. There's always somewhere else you want to be. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's like that strange concept of somewhere else having the answers. But I'm very proud of like the West Australian queer art scene, just like as honestly, a whole. Yeah. yes. Yeah, oh, some of the performance, not some, all of them. Everyone is so amazing. And I think we, even though I did say like sometimes, you know, I don't feel like I'm part of the community. Mm. Um, I know everyone is so like uplifting. They help each other. Um, and there's always so much support there. I guess it just comes from like, you know, you've got to have that confidence to reach out and find those people um, and make yeah. those connections. Well, yeah. I mean, you touched on like a couple of times now the idea of like feeling like you need to be out in public and like be seen to like stay relevant sort of energy, Yeah. Um, which is definitely something that I want to talk about right after this break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we're back. I'm still joined by macaroni, which is a fun word to say. Um, and before we get into the serious stuff, I'm going to ask the oldest question that you ask drag performers everywhere. Where's the name from? Um... You're like a it's, craft box. It How was a bit of, honestly, yeah. My necklace that I made for my mum when I was three. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> no, I. It was definitely a journey. I started off as Tammy Pons, um, which Great. I was like, my mum loved that one. She's still grieving it. Um, <laughs> but I think I kind of, I think the first bit that kind of made me go, mm, I want to change it, is just liking the sound of like one word names. Mm. Like I think it was um, Canada's Drag Race when we had Lemon. And yes. I, like, I love it, it's just Lemon. Yeah. Just Lemon. Um, and then I monolith, kind of- Monolith? Is that what it is? Which one? Is it a called a mono, mono? Ignore me, keep going. I'm, I'm like, I'm honestly not sure. Like I know like, cause it's um, like, a, there's a word for it where somebody's screaming in their car right now. Um, where like, <laughs> cause like Cher or Madonna or whatever. It's like, it's oh, like yeah. called a thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I- I didn't reach the level of education for I that I don't word. know. And I love that I started a sentence not knowing where it was going to end. I'm sorry. Please keep Honestly, going. that's my kind of delusion, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think I rebranded at one point, I couldn't tell you when, as macaron. Because I was like, oh, a little sweet treat. Mm. Um, <laughs> a very expensive little cookie. Yeah, yeah. delicious. Um, but then I think after pondering it a little bit, I rebranded to macaroni. Mm. I was like, that's kind of fun. A little clowny name. Um, and I've kind of stuck with that. So, there is yeah. something really fun about it too, just like when you look at it, because the way that you've decided to spell it is M-A-C-K-A. Yeah. Um, which is sort of that like Macca tradie drives a truck sort of like yeah. vibe, which fits perfectly with your like Bogan meets Elle Woods energy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, to be like, I'm going to use this spelling and then have like this like cheap food and then like have like this. Yeah, I like it. Like it's, yeah. You're Thank like, you yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was what happened. It wasn't that's just fun happened. to say. I didn't just yeah. go like, oh, cool. <laughs> um. Okay, so we did tease before we went to break that we were like going to talk about this weird, not weird, I think it's a concept that sort of comes around in revolutions here in Perth specifically, where we get sort of like, it's it's happened, I'm not saying anything that's new, cost of living's hitting everybody real hard, like oh, yeah. people are in Strugstown <laughs> and when people get into Strugstown, the conversation comes back to like, well, we've got to dig in even further and artists should be going to other artist shows, which we should. And I highly recommend that if oh, you yeah. have the means and the ability to go out and see as much local art as you can um, for no other reason than it'll feed your soul. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good Honestly, for you. Especially here. Yeah, it's so, so good beautiful. for you. And there is stuff happening seven nights a week um, and it's not all – like rages at a bar if like if that's not your vibe there are like things that are slower there are things that are faster there are like the level of arts across like drag burlesque circus music um performance art all of this stuff it's there and i will forever promote and tell people to go to it um but when things get hard <laughs> yeah but when things get hard i feel like the community can sometimes turn insular on itself and be like well you're not going out enough i never see you out why aren't you coming to gigs? Like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And the answer is often just like, 
because you can't or like because I make my money doing that thing so I'm not able to or because I unfortunately have to have a, a, a human job or whatever yeah. whatever the circumstances are and you mentioned before that sometimes you feel slightly isolated from the scene because of your own circumstances can you talk a little on that yeah I mean it's definitely not anyone no one said anything to me no it's, a, um, it's an energy mentally ill um <laughs> I definitely internalize a lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's definitely feeling like I guess I invalidate my experience being like, you know, well, to sustain my living and sustain mm. everything, I've got to work full time, um, which is great, like stable income, working with people I love, but it definitely puts a hold on other passions and hobbies. Mm. Like I'm so passionate about drag. It's the one thing I haven't picked up and then just thrown away a week later. Yeah. Um, you know, I've stuck with it, but it makes it so hard to pursue that when you've just got too much going on. Mm. Um and when it's just like work, eat, sleep, repeat, you know, it doesn't leave a lot of time for that. And then you get burnout and it's kind of like, yeah, just don't have time for things that you would like to do. Mm. And then that makes me kind of feel like, well, I know that I should be out supporting these people and I would if I could. Mm. Um, but because I'm not, I'm like, am I seen as this person who just like comes in, does their thing and then buggers off, yeah, and, you know, and wants, isn't actually yeah. here for everyone else. And I'm kind of like, no, I want to be there. I love watching Perth drag. Yeah. Honestly, I agree with what you said earlier. Like Perth drag is some of the best drag in the world. Mm. Um, and I'm like, more people need to see this and I want to see this. But yeah, it just definitely makes it really hard. And then it kind of makes me feel like, well, I'm not always there supporting these people at their shows. So how can I expect them to be there for me or, you know, them to Doing welcome me back in when yeah. I can come <laughs> back in, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely feels a little bit lonely. Um, but I have, yeah, still got people in there that make me feel like, you know, all hope's not lost. <laughs> I've still got family. But yeah. All hope's not lost. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to make it that sad, but you know. Dun, dun. Yeah. Yep. If, I, if only I knew how to use the switchboard, I could put in really sad sounds right now, but I don't. <laughs> sad violin. Yeah. <laughs> no, somebody um, set up the switchboard so that all the buttons on here make football noises. Oh, Quite perfect. seriously. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> so I've got no idea how to change that. Um, no one teach me though. I genuinely don't want to learn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a dangerous thing for you to have I, control over. No, exactly. <laughs> if I knew how to work the switchboard, you'd never get me out of here, which is not good. <laughs> the whole podcast is just me pressing buttons. Um, yeah. So I think like, um, I wonder if there's like a way that we're able to like use what we do have access to, which a lot of the time is like social media and our phones yeah. when we aren't uh, when we aren't on the brink of burnout to do something maybe a little bit more positive because it can be such a place of like negativity that still feeds into but we use it for, to feed the creativity so is there like maybe a way that we can harness that to still keep ourselves feeling relevant I know that a lot of people did do that during lockdowns and during yeah. that sort of stuff with like harnessing social media to to keep themselves like stable ish. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I'm out there every night watching everyone's performances on my account. Mm -hmm. Like I might not be messaging, I might not be posting, but mm -hmm. I'm watching all of it and enjoying it all thoroughly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a matter of like, I'm sure everyone else is the same. And again, it's probably just my mind being like, they will hate me. Yeah. But like, just everyone keeping in mind that like, you know, everyone's going through things and some people just can't always be there mm. or, you know, they might be going through a moment where it's like, okay, this person has to live their like human nine to five life now for a while. Um, 
but kind of, yeah, just being there, you know, to support, hey, do you want, you know, do you want a hand getting back into it or mm. how are you feeling, you know, totally. just like checking in on people, which I know a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, I think it's just definitely that, just being there for each other. Mm. We're a community at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I know yeah. it can feel like really hard to stay relevant just for like a whole myriad of reasons when we do have such incredible talent that is local and is here, which is really cool. Um, if you're not like on top of it and showing up on a semi like, I don't know, frequent basis, there's every chance that somebody who is just as talented, if not more talented and deserves a spot just as much is is going to show up. And then you're not, you're not like necessarily forgotten. It's just that your space might shift a little bit and I don't even know if that's a bad thing half the time because I'm like we're so good and talented and fun like I don't know I have no answer there that's not helpful to anybody (laughs) out there (laughs) that's just me being like competition's tight (laughs) yeah honestly people disappear for a little bit to like finish degrees go have kids or like whatever they're doing in the world that is just like them living and then in the meantime just in like that six months a whole new batch of 18 year olds comes through and yeah. like absolutely slays everything down <laughs> like in the whole yeah, scene and I'm changes like, again I mean, you're amazing so yes yes but yeah it definitely does feel like that like i'll have you know i mean even at work sometimes some of like you know the perth artists will come in working in a jewelry store they always do um <laughs> they can't afford anything but they come in <laughs> <laughs> well it's cheap um <laughs> but like yeah definitely people coming in and i'm kind of like i recognize them but mm. i'm like too scared to say anything because I'm not enough what if it in my face you know like even if they have seen me you know maybe just in drag and so I'm like I feel too scared to say hi because I'm like they probably won't know me you mm. know I know them but yeah and that's I, almost creepy because you're like oh, I know yeah I'm like you. hey and then calling them by their like drag name just so like okay this is this is where I know them from maybe yeah. you know um and most of the time they do recognize me which is always really good and I'm always like oh you guys look like to my co-workers <laughs> like they know me um but yeah it's Definitely a whole thing that probably just revolves around mental illness. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. We haven't even gone into that minefield yet. Honestly. <laughs> the Venn diagram with arts and mental illness is a circle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I wonder what, like, active solutions there can be in, like, a, a community sort of way not that you have to have the answers. Or <laughs> you don't. I, I'm like, a, I do not. Excuse me, do you not know what we do now? <laughs> um, but there, are there any other, like, parts of the community that we can just, like, praise for a little bit of, like, what we're doing really well before I come back in and, like, shit on them again? I'm not shitting <laughs> yeah. on the Perth community. I love the Perth community. I that's why this all. show exists. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah. I mean, the art, it speaks for itself. Mm. It's amazing. Um, And definitely so many, like, just creative and talented people. And we are really, I'd say, for the most part, we are, like, very much a tight community here. We're not Mm. as big as some places. We're pretty massive. But, like, we're a lot smaller than many other places. And so I feel like we're a lot tighter. Like, everyone knows everyone, you know. Um, I might not, but they do. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, and it's just, I guess... As much as I've kind of been like, oh, I feel like a strange from the community. Um, there definitely is a very strong sense of community in Perth. Um, and yeah, I think that's something that we should all be proud of and we should mm. continue to do and, you know, teach to the young ones coming in <laughs> again. Well, the maybe, young, the babies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe like my question needs to pivot. Maybe it's in this instance, it's not really about like what the community can do because it's bubbling and 
doing yeah. its thing regardless of how active we are in any one moment. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's about trying to like figure out what we can do as individuals when we do to make that conscious choice to step away for whatever reason. Um, and it, literally that step away doesn't have to be like years. It could seriously with the, with the turnover rate in Western Australia, it could just be a couple of months that you yeah. need to do your own thing. Um, what are some things that we can do individually to make ourselves stay like with the feeling of connectivity, but also like just keeping our mindset in check? I'd say just utilizing, I guess, yes, social media, since that is mm. nowadays such a big part of the arts. Um, and like you were saying, like staying relevant, just like keeping connected with people mm. and maintaining those relationships. I mean, like sometimes it might be a bit hard if you haven't already built them, mm. but I'd say, yeah, definitely like just reaching out to one another, checking in on one another um, and just kind of like showing your support in the ways that you can, um, you know, I guess messaging people on social media or telling somebody how amazing their makeup looks or yeah. oh, I love that number on their story. Yeah, tell them it their face like, and their boobies look good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it might not put money in their pocket, yeah. but it definitely is still support in one way or another. Mm. And so I think that's like, it's kind of like, I guess like the bare minimum, not quite because sometimes you might just not be able to like interact at all, but totally. it's kind of just like an easier way Um even when you do have a lot going on to kind of just like still be there for people and like support the artists that you care so much about. Yeah. And that'll hopefully in return feed you as well. Cause you'll be like, mm, yeah. the little bit of social interaction that I really <laughs> desperately needed. Oh my God, people, <laughs> <laughs> people who are queer and are cool. Talk to me. Cause after like dealing with any prospect of any nine to five, any like draining space like that, it's just like, hello, give me those like crumbs of interactions as I whack my microphone. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and I should like, I think I should definitely take a lot of my own advice I guess. Um, You've got to just listen to this on repeat now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just like meditating and just listening to this podcast. Um, meditating but, to your own voice is just like next level. <laughs> oh, God. No, that would make me spiral, honestly. Um, but I was speaking to one of my close friends that I actually met through my partner, um, and they're a drag performer, Benny Fitz. Um, I think they messaged you earlier because I was talking <laughs> to them. I was like, I'm going on a podcast. Yes. Um, but they were talking because they're the same as me. They haven't been out in a long time. Um, and they were talking about how they want to dive back in again. Um, and their dad being um, Justin Sider, I was like, message him, you know. Yeah. If you need support, message and say, hey, like, you know, I'm wanting to jump in again. Like, I was wondering if you'd be able to, you know, help me out, you mm -hmm. know. Um, which I guess is support I should, or advice I should take for myself. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, I guess, yeah, a lot of that. Just like reaching out to your community, the people that you can, you know, and you trust mm. and kind of make your way from there. Yeah, and if you haven't established those connections yet, um, we, I think we're, I don't know, again, this might make me just sound really dated and old, who knows, uh, we're quite almost lucky to have like this weird device that we can either use for yeah. good or for evil. Um, <laughs> but again, I just sound like a supervillain now. But like when you have this thing, you can like choose to engage in a positive way or you can choose to engage in a negative way. Yeah. And if you haven't made those connections yet, there's an avenue for you to engage in a positive way, even if just like reacting to stories with a little heart yeah. or if it's just being like, love this, love that, that looks cool, I yeah, like this. And honestly. then like when people see you out in the real world they'll like remember that because we're narcissistic creatures us performers and we love a compliment we remember yeah. who compliments us exactly hey i remember you i remember <laughs> you said my face and my boobies look good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think there are heaps of ways that we can interact engage like 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've answered anything or helped anyone at all. <laughs> um, but that's never been the point of this show. I was like, that's not our job. Help <laughs> is from your GP. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed billing options only. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So what is next for Macca? Oh, what do I you want to do? I was talking with my partner this morning about cool. this. Um, definitely wanting to engage more like we've kind of talked about the whole time um <laughs> sorting out you know i'm sorting out living situations at the moment mm-hmm. but once i'm settled again um definitely trying to like make my way back into the scene trying to polish it up a bit more and like kind of bring more conceptual pieces Ooh. um maybe not anything that's too like deep but you know like no you know, deep concepts. conceptual in like a theater way where yeah. it's kind of like i'm not just Camp. popping on a song and dancing mm-hmm. you know which Again, amazing, but I'm kind of bringing, you know, bringing some character to it. Oh, yeah. like some, maybe some like monologue lip sync sort of vibes. Maybe, maybe. That'd be cool. Maybe oh. a sprinkle of like cosplay. Oh, what sort of like world um, interests you to cosplay? So many. I've got ADHD, so it's like <laughs> so many. What's interesting but, this week? Um, This week, um... I don't know. I think more like the cartoony vibe mm. um, is kind of attracting me. Um, definitely stuff just like cute and fun and fluffy <laughs> and playful. <laughs> that kind of vibe. Everything. Everything yeah. is interesting. Something to distract once. my mind from life. <laughs> <laughs> Very that. So real, so true. Um, okay. Um, I blanked because I was thinking about cartoon characters for a second. <laughs> but because we've been talking so much about social media, where can people find you and talk to you and do all the good fun stuff? So on most social media, by most I mean like Instagram and TikTok, <laughs> um, it's macaroni.dq. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been inactive at the moment on both, but kind of in the works of coming up with things, a bit of content. That's fun. Um, a bit of stuff I can do from home. As I like ease my way back into like being out again. That's very exciting. So, yeah, keep an eye out for some of that. Uh, <laughs> yes, and for all those legends who want to book you, what are they going to do? Are they better to slide into DMs? I'd say so. I haven't set up like an email for my drag, so it's like government name going on, um, yep. which is like fine. But Yuck. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not me. I'm someone <laughs> else. Um, but yeah, just sliding into my DMs on Instagram. Um, it's probably the easiest way at the moment until I set something up. Um, and I'm like, yeah. I guess that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Was there anything else that you wanted to like touch on or talk about today in the little part um, of the world? Not entirely, but I think a huge thanks is owed to my drag family and Blake especially. Um, we were messaging the other day and um, talking about how we're really not inactive, but like we don't connect as much as we should um, and kind of reiterating that we're all there for each other. And so huge thank you for them um, being there and for Blake for helping me grow as far as I've come. Um, drag family. Yeah. Yay. Oh, Blake's so good. Blake's in here so often at the moment. Oh, my gosh. I'll just say that like it's a bad thing. It's fantastic. There's so much <laughs> wisdom. He's got to be here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, You'll find all of Macca's... <laughs> That's awful. I'm so sorry. (laughs) All of Macca's links in the show notes today. And as always, if you like this podcast, you can rate, review and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast right now. And if you have any questions, email them through to waexposepod at gmail.com and we'll ask our next incredible guest. Thank you so much for joining me today. What a fun time. Honestly, I was kind of pooping, but... 
Had a great time. <laughs> kind of pooping. I promise I've cleaned it up penthouse. Don't. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> don't fire I me. I scooped it all up and put it in the bin. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been scooped. Thank you so much. <laughs> great. I'm just going to end it there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> WA Exposé is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Exposé. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.